Hey everyone, you're listening to Spark, where we amplify the voices of the Middle East startup, tech, and innovation ecosystem. I'm your host, Shireen, and along with our guests, we share with you expert insights on the latest and most relevant news. Our goal is to help you easily digest trending topics and be better equipped to know what to make of it all. So the topic of today's episode is employee wellness, which is an often overlooked topic, but quite an important one, actually, because you see the way you treat your employees determines the way your employees treat your customers. And by you, I'm referring to the fact that you may be an entrepreneur listening to this. And if you're not an entrepreneur, then maybe you're well an employee and can relate. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to share with you a little bit about how I manage my own wellness. Now, I'm a bit of a control freak, and if I'm in an environment where I can control all the variables around me, then I naturally feel like I can monitor the output. Now, on days where I'm working from home, the first thing I do is change out of my pajamas to get me out of the at-home mindset, and then I make my bed, because that gets me in the get-things-done mindset. Then I go about my schedule. Now, when I schedule my day, I'm very clear about boundaries around work, cooking, working out and sleep. I try to compress all my work in daylight because I find I'm naturally more productive when there's sunshine outside. And then I dedicate my evenings to working out, cooking, sleeping and ultimately really recovering. Now, on the show with me today to discuss all things wellness is Ben Safra and Mina Mehmi, who are the co-founders of Sensate. Now, together we discuss the reasons to engage with your employees, initiatives to improve employee well-being, and the role that interiors have on employee creativity. But before I jump to today's episode, I'd like to give a big shout out to my homies from Bahrain, Talabat Gateway, who have raised the biggest seed round of any startup in MENA for the amount of $13 million. Now, for those of you who don't know, Talabat Gateway is a fintech that brings open banking to the region. I've previously spoken about the topic of open banking in one of my startup intros, but it is by far the future of fintech. Through open banking, we encourage competitiveness and disruption. So big congratulations to the TG team. And now let's jump to today's episode. I would love to take a step back and firstly profile Sensate. Um, Last time we had a chat, I believe that as a company, you focused on customers and customer loyalty. Tell me a little bit about the shift in focus from customer engagement to employee engagement. So we started our, our expertise really where we come from is uh, customer loyalty and engagement. And we've done this for 20 years, predominantly in the luxury retail and hospitality, both Mila and myself. But always we've worked on the ground with the team. So that kind of whole people part and employee part has very been has been very close to us. Uh, last summer, uh, Mila went to uh, London and something came up there where the discussion about employee mental health and happiness and all that was quite, you know, was on the table quite a lot. And Mila is a health and wellness coach. So when she came from London, us being quite a small, nimble company, we thought, okay, we really saw that the correlation between customer happiness and employee happiness and employee engagement and employee loyalty and customer loyalty. So suddenly everything kind of became organically connected. Uh, if your employees are happy, they're much more productive, obviously. If they're more productive, your customers are productive because they, they're the frontline workers, right? They deal with customers. Got that. Yeah. 
Also, it's very important to treat your employees the same way how you want them to treat your clients. So if you develop a relationship with your employees, uh, like outside the office and the workspace and really show them that you care and you want to build this relationship of I'm giving you just to give you because I care about you is the same how they're going to become with their clients. They're going to care. They're going to connect with their client. Not just, I want to sell you this piece or I want to give you this service, but I want to know you on a human level and I care about you and about what's going on in your life. So I'm curious, whose responsibility is it in a conglomerate, whether it's, or not just conglomerate, let's say institution, whether it's a big company or a startup, whose responsibility is it to ensure that employees are engaged, happy, and if they're not, to come up with programs? So mostly in, 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 in most corporations, it's HR, it's the HR team, but we're seeing more and more in companies like Google, Microsoft, a lot of these tech companies, they've actually now started a department, which is either called happiness or engagement. Doesn't the UAE have a ministry of happiness or am I imagining? Yes, Uh, yes. Yes, of course. And like UAE, they have an index in each of the governmental entities for happiness. And it's monitored by Sheikh Mohammed and it's a big topic and they get incentive on it. So it is a big topic. Yeah, every time I pay my, my bills online, I'm given a happy face, mediocre face and sad face to rate how I felt about that transaction. You're right. So I have a question. Once someone in HR uh, decides to put together an employee wellness initiative, where does that budget come from? Most large corporations, 20% of their budget goes on a yearly um, on a yearly kind of budgeted amount towards events, uh, customer engagement. So suddenly companies have kind of realized that there is a budget that they can use towards their internal customers, which are their employees. So last year, I think it was allocated from within the marketing budget or, you know, the, 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 the PR. Uh, this year, and one of our uh, large customers has even told us they're creating departments, global departments for employee health and wellness. And that department will have its own budget. So they're pulling it out of HR, whoever doesn't have it. And for new companies or tech companies, they're creating a budget for employee happiness, health and wellness. Interesting. So what are some of the programs you guys are working on? Because from the get-go, I'm thinking, okay, all these initiatives are fun. They're going to be group-based. Name me some examples of some projects you're working on for your clients. So I think before we speak about that, I think it's important to explain what is employee happiness and what does it mean health and wellness? Because it's not all, you know, just like yoga sessions and, and, and meditation. It's We talk about happiness and we talk about engagement. And when we talk about happiness, we talk about the company giving to their employees without asking anything back. Saying to them, we appreciate you. We know that you're going through tough times. But are they really not expecting anything back? When, whenever my office sends me something, I'm a little skeptical. I think, oh, are they slashing a bonus <laughs> or otherwise? So, yeah, we hope not. But uh, so, no, this is really about giving back to your internal community, to your employees. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and we've done, so we can give you an example to your question and I'll incorporate it into the answer. We worked, for example, last year with Farfetch, which is one of the biggest 
tech online uh, luxury retailers from the UK. We did a whole health and wellness program for them before Black Friday. So they have a lot of stress before Black Friday. It's a very busy time of the year for them. So we did a, a kind of two week program around stress management and it was yoga, meditation. We did panels around stress eating. Yeah, emotional eating, navigating through stress, uh, handling stress. We did breathing, the beneficial of breathing, meditation. Stretching, you know, how you can... How did you deliver all this? Was it online? Because if, if we're talking last year, you wouldn't have been able to do this in person. Online, everything online. And like we have a very cool name for it and it's uh, online retreats. Where people have virtual palm trees in the background. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we, we, we actually had a really good uh, feedback on, on this because people were sitting at home and really doing nothing and stress eating or, you know, constantly being engaged in Zoom calls. And we kind of, we, we found a much more creative way to keep people a little bit motivated, interested. Um, we collaborate also with a psychologist, with a behavioral psychologist and clinical psychologist that kind of looks at our programs and kind of goes, yes, good. Yes, you can talk about that or that's a bit more on the mental health side. So this is all. Yeah. Sorry. No, I just wanted to say like, Shireen, one of the very interesting things we're working on now is for a company that's not based in Dubai, it's based in Europe. And as Ben said earlier, like the company is, the employees of this company are struggling with the weather, with the lockdown, with no light, and they're not finding the motivation anymore like to do something. But we're working on and finding purpose and working on values and remembering values and finding purpose because when you find your purpose is what will make you go through what you're going, what, what you're facing now and be strong and know that at the end of this tunnel, there is a light and during this challenging time, you can find something that gives you happiness and gives you light and sometimes through giving and partnering in something bigger than you. Hmm. You know, there's something about work environment and working with people we're constantly connected to people in the physical world we're constantly connected and suddenly what covid has done to everybody is it's disconnected everybody from families from friends from workspaces and suddenly we're we find ourselves alone a little bit and as human beings in our dna we're, we're kind of we're drawn to connect with each other. We're not lone rangers. We are part of a society community. So we really tackle the whole purpose and the value part for people to be able to feel that even that they're alone, they're not lonely. They're part of something bigger. And that's that's a tough task to do when you're sitting alone at home all day in the darkness. So that, that that's really part of the happiness part that we kind of give. And what that creates, it creates engagement because you feel that the company is giving you something and then you become part of a community. And so you feel happier and you want to give back. So you're more productive. You feel suddenly an emotional connection to the company because, you know, you're not just requested all the time to sit on Zoom calls of work, work, work. You're given an hour in the morning from the company for free to do a yoga session. The company tells you, you know what, we want you to meditate a little bit. You know what, we want you to take a break and let's talk about stress. Let's talk about juicing. We did a juicing session and what are the great juices to do with this. And that's where the engagement part comes. And that's where the employee gives back to the company and is more productive. 
Interesting. So did you manage to, by any chance, record your training? And is this something that you've repackaged um, that you can then kind of distribute at scale or or is all your training custom and bespoke and delivered live to your clients and their employees, of course? We do everything customer and, bes- customer and bespoke because we are a company that deals with people. And every person is completely different to another person. And if we, you know, when we started the company, the one thing we didn't want to do is come with a set program that might touch 20% of your employees or 20% of your customers. We want to to reach each and every single person. So we sit with a company and we'll talk about their employees and they'll tell us a little bit about the issues. And the same with customers. We will, you know, we'll ask who from the employees is an extrovert, who's an introvert? Do we need to go more into the psychology of it? So we really try to touch a little bit each and every person with something. But I have to mention, I cannot mention which company yet because we haven't yet signed a deal, but we are working with a super cool tech company that will allow us to, because at the moment it's, 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 it's kind of us doing everything and bringing the program together. But we're working with a platform that's, uh, that was launched last year in the US that will allow us to really kind of bring everything together on one platform without having to you know go to different uh, links and Zooms or Google Meets or, or Teams and to run literally full days of, uh, of, virtual, of, of virtual retreats, which is really cool. So watch this space. We'll, yeah. we'll announce when we're ready. Interesting. Now, as someone who is in tech, I know that it can be a very, very stressful environment, particularly if you're on the startup side of things. And that's simply because there's so much to do with such little resources in terms of human capacity. Uh, Do you see a similar trend when you go out and speak to clients in that people in tech and tech startups in particular face these employee um, engagement bottlenecks, let's say, or issues? Absolutely. Listen, nowadays, uh, loyalty, if you think of, you know, the 70s, the 50s, whatever, people would work for 20, 30 years for the same company. Now there's so much offer out there that people move, and especially in the in, in the GCC, people move for a tiny shift of salary or a tiniest, the tiniest little extra added commission or bonus or whatever. So a lot of companies, especially tech companies, are looking to retain their employees in, in a certain way. And there's a lot of pressure and the pressure on these tech companies puts a lot of mental health pressure. So a lot of them are kind of looking at this way to retain uh, loyalty. I'm curious if, if let's say someone working for Fetcher would be more stressed than someone working for, let's say LVMH. Look, the, 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 the tech part I feel like is, is stressful, but it's not as stressful as when you're standing in front of a customer and you have to deal with a customer with your mask on or the mm, psychological of the face-to-face issues that you deal with people. We're all, you know, we all come with our own baggage and we walk into a retail space or we walk into, you know, uh, an online platform. I think that there's equal stress. It's just different stressors. I think in the tech industry, it's more about growth and, you know, outreach and all so that. So the kind of problems you're facing are not just employee Zoom fatigue and isolation fatigue, but um, other issues employees may be dealing with, such as standing around all day wearing a mask. But the reality is, is that a lot of these salespeople or the face-to-face people make their commission and make their, the, the, you know, the biggest part of their salary out of sales, out of, you know, the, 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 this, mm. this kind of person-to-person. So, 
So let's talk about some cool health and wellness uh, applications in the workspace. You guys mentioned uh, yoga sessions, education around stress management, juicing as a way to, let's say, uh, balance yourself internally. What are some other cool initiatives that you're working on? So we look at the physical space and we see how how to design it better, how to make it more welcoming. It's a world of a difference. Yeah. A person where is there an area where it can be creative and no it encouraged yeah. me to be creative is there an area where i can build friendships and connection with other departments is the room when i enter it's like it's happy there's light it's clean it's declutter. there's a lot of things in the workplace that helps you to be more productive and enjoy going to work i mean a company like we work has become global and worth millions and billions of dollars because they have cracked this this you know optimal workplace design it's just a shame that you know they have not necessarily been operating as well yeah. all righty guys enjoy thank the rest you. of your day thank you, thank you so much bye. bye 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 thanks for tuning in today don't forget to subscribe to future episodes on your podcast listening platform of choice. And whilst you're there, leave a review and rate our show so that other aspiring innovators can find it. To find a summary of our discussion today and links to our guests, access our show notes by visiting our website, sparkwithshireen.com. If you don't want to miss out on future announcements, subscribe to our newsletter or follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram at sparkwithshireen. Before you go, I'd like to let you know that we love hearing from our listeners. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, including guest or topic recommendations, drop us a message through our website or social platforms. If you didn't have a pen or paper handy to write all this down, don't worry. We've gone ahead and added all these links in the episode description. All you have to do is scroll down and click when you have a moment. As always, thank you for listening and see you next time.